Before we go into the um, elements of the exploration of this um, this practice, this instruction we're going to have, um, I want to say a little bit about actually practicing between the sessions. So just to kind of lay lay that out. Um, so the the in between sessions are actually going to be practices in silence. We'll speak a bit more about the movement practices, but. Uh, stillness practices as well will be covered by this idea. I find it really helpful in my practice to have a clarity of intention what I'm doing um, each time I come to practice because I do find that if I don't do that I kind of pop myself into a posture this is particularly around the stillness meditations um, and set a timer and then just kind of just like drift <laughs> just that is uh you know that'll go off and then it will i will have done my meditation and it occurred to me at one point what what are you doing actually apart from putting your body in a certain posture and being there for a period of time and i came up with this um idea it was probably influenced by by somewhere else but i, don't, I can't remember what it was so i'm kind of presenting it as if it's my own idea but obviously you understand the dependent arising of all ideas means it never really happens that way but what it occurred to me is that it'd be really good if you made a clear intention every time you come to practice yeah just as we started with that intention at the beginning of the retreat um so okay what 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 do you want to do with this period of time you've got 45 minutes half an hour an hour hour and a half what however long you're dedicating what would you like to see more of what are you here for that kind of clarity of intention and then see if we can kind of narrow that down to what would then look like a practice. You know, I want more peacefulness. Okay, how about if I pay attention to the breath with a lot of softness? Each time I'm breathing, can I breathe more softly? Yeah, oh, that might work. That might bring me more of that peacefulness. Yeah. So we set an intention and then we pay attention in that way. Yeah. You set an intention. Okay, here's my job. Pay attention in that way. So pay attention to something that's going to support that intention and pay attention to that in a way that's going to support that uh, intention to, to reach fruition. So I, I think of those as kind of two parts of a practice. <clears throat> so there's an intention and that comes into the way that we pay attention. I think it's also important over, over the long term, especially, and can be in the moment, uh, to have a period of reflection. So the, the, as the meditation ends, maybe the bell rings or, or we realize it's time to stop if we're not using a bell. Um, before leaping into the next activity, just have a little bit of time for reflection. Did I, did I remember to set an intention today? Did I, um, was I able to pay attention in alignment with that intention that I, that I wanted to set? Um, and then the reflection can also be, let's say I did, I did set an intention, I paid attention a certain way. What did it do? Did it work? Yeah, because it was kind of guesswork. I was like, well, maybe this, maybe, you know, as I said, peacefulness becomes a soft breath. Did it work? Yeah, actually, I feel more peaceful. Good. Okay. Remember that. It's an insight there. We've learned something about our experience. No, it didn't work. I, don't, I actually feel really agitated now. Okay. Kind of explore so what should we do next time if i still want peacefulness what might want more spaciousness it was too tight i was too 
rigid on the breath, whatever it is. So we're kind of this learning, evolving, cultivating, developing uh, through meditations time by time. So when you have the time, and you will have time on this retreat and for the rest of your life, that you'll have silent meditations in stillness, in movement. I find that a really helpful way of, uh, way of practicing. With that choosing of intentions, what we want to find is, is a good balance over this retreat, a good balance between what we might call samadhi, you know, supporting a sense of well-being, supporting a sense of harmonization of body, heart, mind. Okay, that's samadhi element. And the other side is, is inside, vipassana, looking deeply into experience, applying a lens like we're going to be doing today. We're going to be applying this morning the view of change, view of change. And it's possible that we can kind of combine that with a, with a sense of mindful presence and just say, oh yeah, the breath, it's dynamic. As I, but primarily I'm, I'm working with the samadhi. It might be that we actually really kind of go much more into the insight realm. Yeah, I'm just looking at this. This is changing. This, this is changing. And that actually needs quite a lot of samadhi, quite a lot of that steadying and harmonization to really kind of work and go, go deep. Yeah. Um, it also brings samadhi, as we'll see. It also brings a sense of harmonization, well-being, release in that way of looking. That's why we're doing it. Yeah, feels freeing, which is the you know, kind of indicator of that felt sense of samadhi. Is that felt sense of release, of opening? Yeah. Okay. So when we're setting those intentions, also just being aware of that mixture. Is that actually what do I need? So there's actually an additional kind of quality in those three parts of a practice, intention, second part, attention, third part, reflection, is actually how am I doing? How am I doing? What, what do I need? Yeah. Do I actually need a stillness, steadying kind of time? So then I emphasize qualities of samadhi, of well-being, of harmonization. Or do I actually feel, yeah, I'm quite good, I'm quite steady, let's, let's penetrate into experience let's, let's pick it apart a little bit let's layer a different view in here let's bring some insight into being yeah so we're kind of constantly being appropriate to our experience as best we can and we're going to do that now in this session as well when we get to the practice time we'll have some period of time which will be really about settling soothing easing opening um and then we'll have some period of this time, which will be about the insight, diving in, going into experience. So you can also do that. Yeah. So it could be over the day, I have a good chunk of the samadhi and I apply insight into, you know, maybe one third or whatever of, of the practice sessions. It could be that I actually just break up one practice session. Beginning is, you know, say it's 45 minutes, I do. 20 minutes to half an hour of samadhi and then the remainder 25 15 minutes is with the insight practice so kind of playing them uh, into each other fading them into each other in the ways that they complement um one other thing to say just because i think it's a it's a likely question that would come up and kind of like because I think it's likely it will kind of save time in the in the group meetings if, if I just kind of speak to it. 
Um, so we talked about how these are not uh, truth claims, or we're not seeing them as truth claims yesterday. I, I, um, but we're actually seeing them as useful lenses. And when we talk about these, a common kind of question can be, well, how does that relate to this situation in the world? You know, how does that relate to the rest of my life? If I see all these things as a Nietzsche, dot, dot, dot. Um, tomorrow, we'll actually talk a bit more about how we can bring these lenses to all of our life. Um, but something just, just kind of short for now. Um, situations of inequality in the world, you know, failures of the state to provide for everyone, uh, wars, uh, other crises, really might not be the place to say, this will change. It will change. You know, let go. You know, we might actually have to play a significant part in changing those things. Yeah, of course they are a Nietzsche, but they're also a Nietzsche. And when we get involved in them, they're going to change. They're transitory. Our place, our our standing up for things uh, matters. So this isn't like a teaching of passivity. Quite quite the opposite. Yeah. Hopefully it's a sense of empowerment to, to bring whatever your being really wishes into the world. You know, to, to make a radical change if that's if that's what you're ready for. Yeah. So yeah. But for today, or, or this morning rather, uh, we're gonna be bringing these views internally to the world we perceive here and now and seeing what impact that has. And it might be that that's really just what we need and supports that, that nourishment. Yeah. So, as I said before, it's, it's, it's relatively obvious, maybe even basic, um, clear as day, that every experience we ever have and every element of that experience is actually dynamic, transient. You know, everything in this body or that contacts this body, internal sensations, transient sounds, the vibrations of those things are made up of vibrations of vibrations, you know, so can't find a thing that isn't dynamic, fluid, changing, yeah. And we might even notice that as we look at things that way, there can actually be like, oh, the shoulders come down, the, the face softens. Uh, it can even be an opening in the heart. And that's true of the obvious things like body sensations, sounds. It's also true of the aromatics in the nose now. They say, oh, I can't really smell anything. But even that barely can smell anything is actually moving, changing, the, the flavours on the tongue. There's a kind of a dance there. It's all, it's all kind of wave, wave patterns. And even your thoughts. You know, they think, you know, oh, I'm always thinking this. But when we really look, you know, it's like, oh, it's kind of actually also really quite dynamic, quite inconstant. You know, the, the, the Buddha would actually say that thoughts are, are so fluid, so like, you know, some kind of quicksilver or, 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 or dynamic process that actually 
you know, they were really a master poet in the way that they uh, used language. There's no metaphor that I can draw from nature that's actually quick enough to talk about this, this kind of like flow of thinking, yeah. And even when we, ah, oh, I notice I'm thinking that, it's already gone, isn't it? You know, it's already, it just flows through. But interestingly, we can we can grasp onto things in our in our life, and that's quite common to do. Or we push things away, yeah. And it's this push, pull, or even withdrawal from life. And they really don't actually make sense. The more that we actually allow this sensibility of inconstancy, of change, of fluidity, of dynamics, yeah. It's like which bit are you pushing away? It's not. It's not a solid thing, as that sensibility suggests. Yeah. So we're we're not here to try and control the influx, the outflux. As a practice, we just oh yeah, it's moving, it's changing. It's it's not the way it just seemed. Even the visual world, yeah, also dynamic, changing, fluid, flowing. And if we don't see it in one particular realm, don't worry, don't worry. It, it may also be that, you know, there isn't a lot of uh, difficulty there. We don't have to, you know, put it across to, to everything if we're, if we're not quite ready for that. But what we want to see is that when we bring in this lens, this change of seeing inconstancy, seeing impermanence, however we translate that in Nietzsche sense. Can we see how this way of looking actually reduces the sense of the problematic? Reduces the sense of needing to grasp onto it, needing to push it away, or even needing to withdraw. Yeah. So typically we could say if there's kind of greed for something, we could just let in a sense there, it won't last. Won't last. It's not. It's not so valuable that we need to. We need to grab onto this. And we might see that in that. It's, ah, it's like kiss the joy as it flies. We can still enjoy it, still appreciate it. We don't need to grasp onto it. Try and hold onto it. It's moving. It's dynamic. And if there's a sense of aversion, like a pain in the body, yeah. So we've got this ache. Actually, see, you know, it's not a solid thing. If we give it enough space and we don't push on it, pushing it away, maybe okay. Moment to moment, it's just moving through. And interestingly, there can also be this kind of withdrawal from life. So, all different kinds of sensations that move through the being. Like I was saying, you know, like the aromas, like the flavours, maybe they're overlooked. And it can be interesting to bring that sense of a Nietzsche to those. Like, wow, the tongue is so alive, so dynamic. Maybe we want to actually linger there with those sensations. So experience shaped by what we pay attention to and how we pay attention to it. We can let this a Nietzsche lens lend itself towards 
ways of attending that can be, yeah, very, very supportive. So with an insight lens, it can be helpful to take something that's going to be really um, be able to be spread quite widely across all of our experience. And probably the most simple way would be to say, we're going to take the six sense spheres. Yeah. Um, and we could take those six sense spheres. So the five physical senses and thinking. Yeah. So we have our sense doors of eyes, ears, nose, mouth, skin, you know, feel the world. And also we think and emotions, those things come through. And so we could work with whatever's primary, just working with the body, or maybe we prefer working with the sounds. And stabilizing ourselves in there, and there can be the intention, okay, yeah, and for a little bit of time, I'll also notice aromas, flavors, visual senses, thoughts. Yeah. So we can use our typical and beneficial samadhi-based qualities, the, the breath, body sensations, listening to sounds. And we open it out so that we have a sense at some point in the meditation, all of this, all that I know, all that I experience is anicca, yeah, is transient. And for that, it can be helpful to use a little bit of, of like a noting kind of quality. Um, so it could be, I notice this sound and I just say to myself, anicca, anicca just as a reminder, just to kind of impute that into the experience. Yeah. Could be inconstant or inconstancy or impermanence, transience, you know, just use one word usually enough and just, just use your own uh, language. Um, if you're new to this as a, as a way of practicing, it's a, it's a dance, it's a, it's a creative exploration to see how often do I want to say that yeah Uh, we don't really want it to become too intrusive to the experience or or obtrusive Um, and if you notice that just ease it back if you don't like it at all you know let it go altogether Um, and it's it's much more subtle than kind of labeling or sticking a sticker on this thing you know it's just it's a way of holding it's a way of encouraging that that lens might be more of a background thing so it's this inhalation changing dynamic and the exhalation inconstant fluid yeah encourages me to 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 almost as if i'm someone else reminding myself of, of what's going on Um, we're not looking for some kind of ultimate refined depth of like, I got down to, you know, 1000 frames per second of, of breath sensations. I really saw how dynamic it really is. Again, we're not seeking 
um, a superpower of attention, but we're also not seeking the truth of things. What we're seeking to understand is, if I bring this view in, what does it do to my experience? Yeah. So rather than the, the truth of things being some kind of, you know, this is how... Um, this is how experience really is. It's more like how is experience dependently arising, dependent on the on the view that that we're taking up. Yeah. So there's loads more that we could say about this as a practice. As I said from the beginning, this is kind of to give a sense, give a give a um, an introduction to these ways of practicing and these. Um, fruitful views and you'll find more and more ways for yourself to, to practice with this but maybe maybe one more thing just to mention we're, we're going to be bringing it kind of directly to the sensations of this moment here and now um, but the mind can take these all kinds of ways and it may we may think about the impermanence of um, different aspects of my life, and it might, I might feel sad about some of those. They might cause, you know, um, difficulty. Are those things that I've lost that I'll never regain? Those things that I will lose? Those kinds of elements. Um, yeah, that's part of life, isn't it? That is definitely part of our life and our existence, and we might want to. Um, bring a sense of that to mind at times when it feels appropriate yeah but we don't need to go to these realms of experience and it would be unwise to 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 leap into them if they're tricky yeah before gaining a, a sensibility of the freedom here and now of actually relating to this breath these sounds in supportive and nourishing ways so it's again a lot of this is is about that balance of the samadhi, the well-being, the harmonization, and the insight. Yeah, so it's not like this is how it really is. We need to see it this way. Yeah, and and of course it is an aspect of our lives. And when there is enough resourcefulness and skill, hopefully we can go there, and it will be helpful to opening to it in its its fullness and its uh, dependent nature. Yeah. Okay, so I hope that gives you a, a, a sense of, of what we're exploring there. Um, what I would like to invite you to do now is we're going to practice for about um, 20 minutes and then we'll have about five minutes towards the end where I speak a bit about bringing this into the movement practices as well. So if you need a little stretch need to adjust your posture in any way, feel free to do that. And then we'll settle in. Actually, I, I said 20 minutes, I meant 30 minutes. We'll have half an hour for, for practice here. 
And we'll begin with some period of settling into the stabilizing well-being of a primary mindfulness object. Maybe for you it's breath, it might be sounds, it could be body sensations, whatever you feel would be an enjoyable and reasonably nourishing place to bring attention. And when I practice this, for me, as a way of settling in, it's quite helpful just to have small attainable goals. So what about really being with the next three breaths? Or that that kind of amount of time that it takes to have three breaths with the sounds? And then like a small version of the intention, attention, reflection, just have a moment relaxed. Notice the mind wanting to follow the next breath or the next sounds, or is it running around a bit more than that? And again, we have the presence of, of mind Again, another three breaths. So this might be a nice way for you to practice. If it's not, feel free to do it the way you prefer. But an interesting thing, if we're taking this kind of like little bite-sized three breaths, see if we can be with it all the way through, we can start to play a little bit with the experience. So if we notice energy is a bit low, it might be we want to pay more attention to the in-breath and let the out-breath happen by itself. And then really with the in-breath, primary intention.
there's still continuing developing the sense of settling, resting and including within this breath, these sounds, just a little more of the sense of how dynamic it is, not quite to the level of this noting we talked about, just sensitive, mindful, present. A sense of intimacy being encouraged by a sense how fluid, dynamic it is. Hopefully we see for ourselves just bringing in this sense quite lightly of anicca, inconstancy, change, impermanence to the direct experience can already bring a bit of a sense of relief, release. Could also bring an increased sense of interest intimacy, sensitivity, be useful for that as well. As an apparent thing like a breath or a sound actually dissolve into like a wave, quite an ungraspable wave, but quite experienceable. We can experience this. Just can't grasp it, can't push it away in the way we might have thought or have tried. body is a place that we can rest attention in for a while. Uh, we'll begin a kind of a tour of the senses by beginning through 
noticing this tactile sensibility. Feel the body, the whole of this body. From the toes to the top of the head, externally, internally, whatever sense you have of the body. Just note, regard, it's dynamic, fluid, flowing, inconstant. Sensations appear like a firework in the sky and then they're gone. Then another appears. One after the other, sensations, like a bubble in a stream, pop, pop, pop. And if we can, we'll keep the attention quite broad. We might notice within that certain areas are more active, whether they're painful or pleasant, all in constant. notice it in those areas of contact where the body touches the seat, the floor. These are also dynamic. Keep a sense of spaciousness. We may even be able to notice in an area that feels maybe it's throbbing a bit, a little bit painful, maybe it feels a bit blocked. Keeping a sense of spaciousness while also it's allowing the attention to come a little bit closer and just notice it's also dynamic, inconstant.
We can also see that in the breath. It can be quite obvious, the in-breath, the out-breath. Obviously are not constant, dynamic, changing. But what about the gaps in between, those stillnesses? the attention get to know those and see apparent stillness non-movement actually quite dynamic quite alive see in the body from the most gross and obvious sensations of pain right down to the subtle energetics you know, that subtle sense of this body's alive Give me a sense so we can just allow it to flow as if in its own way, with our perception rich with a sense of anicca. attention outwardly into the realm of sounds. Are there any constant sounds around you? Any persistent sounds? Could be sounds like heating or traffic, the wind. Even if they seem to endure for a while, even in the moment of their arising into consciousness, they are in flux, fluid. Whatever sounds arise, appear, just note uh, as a Nietzsche. Let that sensibility come to the fore.
notice that we're noticing more of one kind of sound than another, maybe the sounds we don't like catch the attention stronger, seem more constant, more permanent, more worth battling with. Whatever arises for this period of time, we're just going to see it can't be constant. It's a nature. And if I don't see it, keep looking till I see it. Quite ungraspable. Grasp onto a sound would be like grasping a wave out of the ocean. You, you, you just have a handful of water, no wave in there. Just a sound wave, my moving through, nothing to grasp onto, nothing to reject, nothing to overlook. Same, if there are any pleasant sounds, Notice a sense that as we see the inconstancy, there's an opening of the grip of attention that grabs on the push, that pushes away. And as that softens, we soften, 
experience softens. And we can also use this as a way of noticing the unnoticed. So oftentimes we overlook the realm of aromas that we can smell. Such a subtle sense. And with that inconstancy lens, we can invite the attention to pay attention to something subtle in a way that's subtleizing. It's quite ungraspable. So bring that sense to the flavors on the tongue, in the mouth. The eyes are closed, we can see it in the light on the back of the eyelids. The eyes are open, we can see it in the dynamics of movement. Light reflecting in all shades of color. We open up the awareness as if we're listening to the most distant sounds, including way high above us, a nice large awareness. What happens if we rest the attention towards the production of the intellect and the emotional realm? The thoughts again like bubbles in a stream. Don't need to define what they are, just notice that little squeeze release in the energy. And the attention, the awareness really wide. Drops in a lake, thoughts firing, disappearing, elements of thoughts within thought. And then coming back again to body or to sounds, whatever's your primary 
meditation field settling, soothing with a background sense everything is changing don't know what's going to be next Everything is changing. So on this retreat, we've included periods of stillness practice and also movement practice. Uh, Other retreats, other places, you may have heard these as sittings and walkings, but we want a more broad sense around the whole of the practice. And we can bring this lens into the periods of movement, if that's a walking practice or yoga practice, Qigong practice, if you have... Um, mobility situation where it's actually helpful to sit and practice moving the arms it could be that there are practices we do with the eyes closed practices we do with the eyes open that might be the distinction between stillness and movement so what we want to do is setting a intention each time we move into a period of practice and here can be yeah i'm just gonna pay attention to the moving the stepping the um the the up the down the contact the release and what's it like if we include a sense of inconstancy of that flow of sensations How does that support an increased sense of well-being or intimacy with the experience we're having? And because we're going to have our eyes open in this practice for much of the time, it can also be that we actually just look around at the things around us. It could be the path we're moving on. It could be the plants around us. It could be beings. Yeah, this being's changing. They're actually fluid. Even this this building or this rock or this metal fence or whatever. It's like, what's it like to see it that way? 
primarily we're interested in you know body sensations mind states all of that kind of thing but it can be just helpful just to cast that lens into our surroundings and see what that does what that frees up um and whether we're doing this in movement or stillness it can be interesting to see the difference of if i really have a very spread awareness open to the flow of whatever comes into uh, my attention ah it's inconstant must be must be and if i'm not seeing it that way now i am yeah and it can also be helpful at times to really kind of narrow it down maybe i'm just practicing with sounds say yeah just seeing sounds here at different times i'll need um I'll, I'll want or seek uh, more stability more simplicity in a certain sense more refined attention other times feel more benefit from having it wide and we want to know the difference there and, and see the difference there yeah. an additional uh, point to make is it can be helpful at times to practice this with things which are quite clearly problematic like pain in the body irritating sounds yeah so those that are dukkha and it can also be really helpful to practice it with things which are actually quite pleasant yes oh the palms of my hand they actually feel quite nice let's see them as inconstant and see how that allows an intimacy and interest uh, maybe even a joy in that wow sensations in this way yeah so we're not only focused in on what's what's unpleasant uh, also including what's pleasant and also including what's neither here nor there typically yeah oh, i can hear silence between the sounds yeah what are they like yeah well that not an in breath not an out breath the rest of the breath yeah typically overlooked but might actually be really really uh, supportive beautiful nourishing to include into into the practice Okay, so we'll we'll head out uh, or stay in or whatever we're doing and move into a period of time for for some movement practice. Um, as we've uh, said before, we're going to have um, a, a a group meeting uh, at, at noon, so kind of late later in the morning or middle of the day, basically. Um, primarily, that's going to be about this practice. Yeah. So if your interest has already, you know, kind of leapt ahead, well, what, what about dukkha? What about anatta? You know, it would be easier if we kind of spend an hour on each one and then talk about them. Yeah. So kind of like the group meetings will relate to the to the practice type that just happened. So if you have questions about that, or you just feel it'd be supportive to hear other people's questions about that, um, or just to be in a smaller group setting, then you're very welcome to come along as we explained yesterday. Okay, so enjoy the movement, enjoy the stillness, enjoy the in-betweens, and see you soon. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.